Today's episode is sponsored by More Labs. More Labs offers vegan and gluten-free supplements with proven ingredients to help you fight everyday stressors. Hangovers can be rough. Morning recovery is designed to reduce the negative effects after drinking and boost your body's natural response to post-alcohol recovery. Aqua Plus Probiotics and Aqua Plus Immunity are hydration mix options to help with gut health or immune health. Lacking energy? Check out Liquid Focus, a better-for-you energy drink that's designed to boost focus and provide clean, smooth energy. Sleep is the key to the best version of yourself, so try Dream Well, a holistic shot made to help you fall asleep quickly and give you a better night's rest. Can't decide? The Life Hack Pack is a variety pack containing their morning recovery, liquid focus, and dream well. Use the code GJWT to get 20% off when you check out at morelabs.com. That's GJWT at morelabs.com. Welcome back to another episode. Today we will be talking about our unpopular opinions, health and fitness for busy women, a new edition of Girl to Girl, and listener Q&A. Hello everyone, I'm Diana. And I'm Naomi. And this is Girls Just Want to Thrive. It's a lifestyle podcast where we talk to women who are thriving not only in their careers, but in life. We'll discuss current and relevant topics in beauty, wellness, dating and relationships, and self-care. We would love for you to join our new community for uplifting women from all walks of life. Don't forget to follow or subscribe to be the first to hear new episodes every week. Okay, well, before we get into our segments, why don't we just chat for a little bit? So just overall, how are you doing today, Diana? Uh, Pretty good, you know, just taking care of myself, did some self-care last night, started journaling, and I started a new book a couple days ago. And what else is going on? Oh, it was my mother's birthday. So that was fun. I gave her a couple different gifts and she turns 51. Ooh, awesome. Well, happy belated birthday to your mom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing about the same here. Nothing really new happening in my life. Just kind of trucking along with that work from home trying to keep up with some self-care routines here, you know, just yeah, just the usual. That's pretty good. What are you doing for self-care other than like what we've been doing sort of with the meditation and stuff? So I love to take baths. Mm-hmm. That's probably my favorite way to decompress. So I'm doing a lot of soaks. I like baths more than showers. Hey, I hate showers, but bath. I, I enjoy. love showers. I don't know. I just I like being able to do other things while taking a bath. Whereas when I'm in a shower, I'm just like, ugh, I have to just be in there and shower. Like I can't have a show or something on. Like uh, I don't know what right. it is. I, yeah, I get bored. Um, <laughs> but so I've been doing that. Been trying to take a lot more mental breaks during the day. Mm-hmm. 
and trying to get more into a kind of strict routine when it comes to like skincare. A lot of the times I'll get lazy and leave out portions of my skincare routine and and then that causes flare-ups on my skin or just like general irritation because I'm not following through the full process, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So just trying to do what I'm saying I'm doing basically. (laughs) I'm trying to walk the walk, not just talk the talk. Yeah, skincare is probably my favorite part of what I consider self-care because like your skin absorbs so much of that dirt and grime and pollution. And it's like the first thing people see as well. And it's the largest organ on your body. Mm -hmm. So it's very important to take care of it. Yeah, you said it. And the one way that I've been trying to accomplish that is by not waiting until it's super late in the evening to do my nighttime skincare routine. Because I feel like yeah. that's when you get the laziest. That's when you start skipping portions of the routine. So just trying to do it a little bit more advanced before going to bed because then I'm more likely to get it all done and not just be like groggy and only wanting to clean my face and slap on like moisturizer here and there. Like that's not right. that's not good. So, and we got Labor Day, so three-day weekend coming up. Do you have any big plans? And by big, I'm putting big in quotation marks because we're still in COVID, so you can only do so much. Yeah, I'm throwing a party, having all my friends and family over, and it's going to be like 500 people. Oh, awesome. So is everyone from TikTok (laughs) coming? Yeah. That is so Awesome. I'll see you on the Daily Mail Snapchat story. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm doing absolutely nothing except maybe looking at shopping sales. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's about it. I'm not really planning on doing anything, just my usual routine. And um, yeah, it's just another work day for me because we release episodes on Mondays and Thursdays. So I make sure everything's all set up to be released so yeah no that's actually a good point that you brought up about sales personally I forget that holidays also associate with company sales I yeah I'm I know there's going to be sales when it comes Christmas time I know there's gonna be sales when it comes around Black Friday things like that but these smaller or not as largely celebrated holidays I forget that companies do sales and I should really take advantage of that. Yeah, they do pretty good sales too. Like I've seen at least 30% off on most websites. So that's a pretty significant amount. Yes, it is. Us for Labor Day, we're going to go and visit my fiance's parents on the coast of South Carolina. And so he, um, his father has a house in not necessarily like a retirement community, but it's, it's in that kind of feel to where it's more of people's second homes or they're home away from home kind of deal. Right. And so there's not many people there. You've got access to beaches that are not as heavily populated. So hoping to get out towards the beach. It'll be nice to see them. We haven't seen them in a while, but we'll take all the safety precautions that are needed. Yeah, that'll be nice just to relax and visit family as well. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited. So jumping into our first segment, which is our unpopular opinions. Now, I have so many unpopular opinions, I feel like. I'm just not, I guess, a basic person. Yeah. Well, I feel like this topic in general is super basic and everyone and their mother or anyone that has any social following has done this at some point. 
But I feel like it's always interesting to throw out there and just see like what are the weird things that each of us like or dislike that we may not have known or that we may actually have in common. Right. So my first one is the show Friends. Like, I don't know if I really understand the whole hype around it. There was actually a a little bit of controversy where there was a show called Living Single, and it Mm -hmm. was out in the 90s before Friends, and they are saying that Friends stole from them. Really? Yeah, they're saying that they basically just whitewashed it and just turned it into Friends instead of keeping up with the original show. So I kind of have a little preconceived notion about Friends, but I have heard people say how funny it is and that I would like it, but I see like little scenes here and there and I'm just like that. It's very 90s, I have to say. It's hard to describe. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that. I actually was a little bit hesitant to list that as my first one because I didn't <laughs> I didn't want it to like come across harsh or for people to think, oh, like everyone says that. So I wrote it down as like my number two. But that, mm-hmm. that I think the show Friends is just overhyped. And I've tried watching it, especially when I go away on work trips and I'm in the hotels. I mean, there's not much on and yeah. you can't really easily pull up Netflix on the TVs and you have to do like this weird hardwire connection quite frankly, I'm just too lazy for that. So I've tried watching Friends and I don't know if it's just the very basic humor and the quick cutaways between one-liners and the laugh tracks. You know, I think it's, I think it's a combination of all three of those. I, I, I can't get on the bandwagon of it. And I have so many friends that ride or die for friends and will use phrases from the Friends TV shows and all of their captions dressed up as characters. Like, all in and I just I cannot get on that bandwagon yeah I can't pinpoint what specifically it is I don't like about friends because I do like older like my generation maybe a little bit earlier before my time movies and tv shows and stuff I even like black and white movies Mm -hmm. which no no one my age watches but me (laughs) (laughs) but um friends is just I don't know it just doesn't it hits different yeah I would have to agree. Well, so we matched on that one. So I'll go ahead and give my number two. Waffles aren't really that good. (laughs) And I knew that was going to offend some people and probably surprise (laughs) you. But I just, I don't like the texture of them. I don't Mm -hmm. like that they have nooks and crannies. And I'm someone where I have to have things evenly spread. You can't evenly spread anything across a waffle. It's a bitch to cut through with a fork. There's so I could go on. I could go on forever. I would rather choose pancakes over waffles, but I just waffles are too much work. I, they're just they're really not that good. I said it. It sounds like you've just been fucked over too many times with waffles because waffles are delicious. They're they have to be perfectly done. Uh, for me personally, I like it crispy and crunchy, so you can actually cut through, not have them soggy and half cooked. Right. That's disgusting. You don't want that. Don't mess with that. You yeah. want it crispy, golden, a little hint of brown, like me, and. <laughs> And then just spread butter and put the syrup on top. And it's so good. I even love strawberries and whipped cream on top of it. Like Belgian waffles? Yes. Belgian waffles are different than the Eggos. Yeah. So I've tried numerous of waffles and I just, it's not for me. Waffles aren't for me. Yeah. That's 
disappointing. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know what else is my unpopular. I feel like I just hate everything that everyone finds. So like I said this before, TikTok. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't get, I feel like there are like Instagram is just going to steal it and then TikTok's going to go away and everyone's going to go from TikTok and convert into Instagram. And it's just going to be a whole nother generation of annoying videos on <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think that's just, media. that's just the nature of the beast. I mean, new social media platforms are going to come out and they're going to be cannibalized mm-hmm. by the already existing bigger companies. But yeah. Yeah. I'm interested to see how long social media lasts. Like, what's going to be our turning point when social media is gone, if it ever goes away? Because everyone's so committed to it. It's like, will it ever go away? I don't think it'll ever go away. I think it'll transform, but I don't think it'll ever go away. It's been too impactful on businesses as a whole. I agree. Okay, so another unpopular opinion is that when I'm wearing socks, mine have to be matching. People Mm -hmm. like to wear mismatching socks you will never see me wearing mismatching socks and to my recollection from as early on when I was young I can't recall a time in which I wore two different socks yeah always have to be matching I think you just look ridiculous like why would you do that some people like it they don't pair their socks and it's just a grab and go grab socks that are two similar styles but different patterns and just can't do that I understand if it's like tie-dye because it won't be completely the same. But other than that, there's no excuse for the obscenity. (laughs) What else? I'm I'm trying to think. I'm never prepared for this, by the way, listeners. Naomi's all prepared with her answers and her bullet points. And I'm sitting here like, oh. (laughs) Hey, but that's we're we're two different styles. Exactly like Graciela came on and talked about how we're two different energy types or two different human design types and that I lean more towards the planning or writing things out and you lean more towards the creative juices and like what comes to you then I get like stage fright so I have to have cues written down to like keep me rolling (laughs) otherwise I'm just gonna sit here and be like um unpopular opinion I like cats (laughs) and but it is it is one I wasn't gonna use it because I also like dogs, so it's like so pick a, you're pick just, a side. You're more of an animal person than I am. I would yeah. have to say an unpopular opinion is dogs aren't that great. I guess I just don't really feel attracted to dogs. Like I can get used to dogs and like visit a house that has dogs. Mm-hmm. And like play with them a little bit, but I'm not going to be like making out with it, being okay with it, smelling my crotch, stuff like that. It's just annoying. And I could never get up the three times during the day that you have to walk your dogs like (laughs) cats are so low maintenance. So it's like, why would I get a dog when I can possibly get an animal that's less maintenance? It's true. Dogs, so long as they're well trained. I yes, enjoy that's them. The thing too. You have to train them. That's it's, so much work. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of work on the front end. Whereas a cat, you don't really have to train them other than just make sure they don't scratch on stuff and make sure they pee and poo in the litter box and not on your bag that's laying on the ground. Right. I definitely have had experiences with some bad or misbehaved dogs, and they almost deter you from that type of breed, which is weird yes. to think. Yeah. And that it's just a one off scenario of that dog just 
wanting to hump your leg the whole time or like you said yeah. sniff your crotch and it's like come on that's more on the owners though they need yeah. to be doing that but yeah you could get a cat you don't have to take them on walks cats are kind of assholes they'll either love you or they'll hate you or they'll only love you on their own time so it, i'm basically a cat is what she's saying yeah but you take care of your own waste you don't have someone else coming through and clean true. it well sometimes no <laughs> yes back to the dogs like certain breeds do deter me as well and a lot of people use the argument that it's the dog owners not the dogs but I don't really believe that fully there are just some breeds that you should not have I think okay I'm not going to say specifically which ones because I don't want to be attacked (laughs) nope that's fair enough I definitely think that there are breeds that no matter what the owner does they inherently have that undesirable trait and there's nothing you can do about that other than just don't get that dog yeah (laughs) and you won't get that dog that's it so for some reason when i immediately thought of unpopular opinion i just went right to food (laughs) so i made the list at first and had like eight listed for food items and i was like okay we gotta add some into the mix so i'm gonna alternate between mine with food ones that way it's not too much so for a food one i like to snack on pickle chips with peanut butter on them so you take like dill pickle chips from the jar and you take like a little spoonful of peanut butter and you put the peanut butter on top of the pickle and you eat it hmm (laughs) i don't know how i feel about that it sounds weird and i just don't like the two textures together i think that would turn me off a little bit but the flavors like that's fine yeah like if i had like fried pickles maybe that way it's not like overly juicy or like wet <laughs> and then yeah. adding peanut butter <laughs> but it, it definitely took know. a little bit to get used to my fiance is the one that had that as a snack idea and he would frequently eat it and when I saw him eat it one day, I was like, what the hell are you doing? Like, are you pregnant? Or <laughs> like, This is a weird combination. And I tried it and I was like, oh, shit, this is really good. Yeah. So I have to give him credit for the initial idea, but I'm piggybacking off of that because it's good. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. What's your next one? Turkey bacon is better than regular bacon. Yeah, it is. That's true. Oh, okay. That's just a fact. Yeah. We might get hated on in the socials, but that's okay. We both agree. So... <laughs> So it doesn't matter. Okay, um, let's see. A non-food related one. Um, okay, Christmas music should only be listened to during the week of Christmas. No. <laughs> when do you think I, it should be listened to? I don't mind if it starts after Thanksgiving leading up to Christmas, but before Thanksgiving's ridiculous to me. Like, we're in the holiday season, but Christmas can have its own month and then as soon as midnight comes after christmas shut it down see i just i can't stand being in stores and hearing christmas music playing when it's not close to christmas and i said a week because i feel like that's close enough to christmas or the week Mm -hmm. during christmas but when it's december 3rd and i'm walking through a tj maxx and i'm hearing christmas music that infuriates me and i don't know why 
I, that doesn't bother me because if you think about it, that's when people are thinking to shop for Christmas presents before everything gets sold out or they stop manufacturing stuff. Oh, I agree. So, but I just don't need to be listening to Christmas music while I'm shopping for Christmas. True. Right that's why I don't really listen to the radio other than that they play the same songs over and over again and the same artists. But Christmas music, if you don't like it, don't listen to the radio. Before Thanksgiving, leading up to Christmas, I wouldn't listen to the radio. Yeah, or if you're in public establishments, bring headphones or something, I guess. Yes. I'll just silently die inside while the Christmas music is playing (laughs) in the background. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay, um, let's see. Another food one that I had noted down. So this would be number seven. Fried chicken is gross. I love fried chicken. I just had some for uh, brunch. So is it like drumsticks, like KFC style fried chicken? No. What kind of fried chicken are you talking about? It's like, I don't know. The KFC ones is very breaded. Mm -hmm. This one that my grandma makes is not as breaded, but still crispy. Yeah. And it has like that skin texture, but it's not like a thick layer, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. I definitely do not like the breading. I do not really like the skin texture. Mm-hmm. I don't like the tendons or really the bones. It's just like the whole thought process of it is kind of it's kind of gross to me. I can do like wings. Mm-hmm. So wings, if they're fried and they're crispy and they got a sauce on it, then I'm okay with that because I don't have as thick of breading. So maybe it's just more so... The your, chicken your bucket breasts. style chicken or uh, chicken drumsticks and stuff like that that yeah. I don't like. Yeah, it's oh no. Yeah, it can Pass. be a lot, but I'm from New England and we eat all kinds of food. So you would die if you had seafood because that's how seafood is. All those <laughs> tendons and stuff you were talking about. So I can see why you wouldn't like it, especially if you're not used to really eating that kind of food i mean i've eaten fried chicken growing up i've just learned that i i don't like don't it. like it yeah and maybe yeah. it is more of the texture or the amount of items going in my mouth i don't know it's just... yeah it's a mystery guys she'll talk to her therapist about it later we'll see <laughs> okay so another one that i have on here i hate karaoke like you can't really pay me enough to go up and sing a song during karaoke like and people go. love to do it they love to go out and go and sing karaoke. Like they'll oh, have so, it at different like restaurants and stuff. So the act of going to pay to do karaoke you think is stupid. Yeah, I guess Not so. Not like, because like singing in your car and stuff, some people consider that karaoke, but it's Oh no, not. that's just like, that's just life. <laughs> that's just jamming out. <laughs> but um, yeah, I agree. I don't really care for karaoke. I don't think I could, especially sing in front of an audience to, uh, no. I'd rather sing a song without a screen and just like try to bell out a song <laughs> instead of just singing and paying to sing for the hell of it. Like, I understand what you mean. Yeah, I'd rather just sit at my respective table and sing the song out loud, not... Yeah. Like, I... People that choose to go to locations in the evenings and sing karaoke, I just don't understand. To yeah, his own, but I'm not going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be there. <laughs> Send me a video of it. <laughs> I'm not going to be there. Uh, that's funny. Okay, I got two more. Another food one. I think it's gross when people eat 
ice cream placed on top of a hot item, like pie or cake. Really? I think that you should have them in two separate bowls or two separate plates because you're putting this cold item on top of the hot item. So now you're making the hot item cold, the cold item warm and melty and you're making this gooey soggy mess yeah i have to have i'm very particular when it comes to food and that i like things to be kind of separated and in their own channels so this one anytime there's uh, a dessert item at a restaurant and it's a pie and it comes with ice cream i make sure that the ice cream is on the side i can't have it on top of it yeah i don't mind it i'm just easygoing i don't know what your deal is (laughs) i'm just kidding i uh i can see why that could be an issue but it doesn't bother me when it's ice cream and pie i can understand why that would bother someone in general like if you were have to have i don't know like soup and then like drink an iced tea with it that would be weird to me to have a cold beverage with a hot food item yeah See, I'm okay with that, but it's the act of alternating between hot and cold food items. Like, I'm fine with drinks. Drinks, I kind of... Separate. Yeah, I disassociate with the food, but the food... I don't know. Maybe it's just these weird quirks. Yeah. (laughs) I'm learning that I have weird quirks now. (laughs) Okay, and lastly, on my 10th unpopular opinion, I cannot stand, and I will judge people that use... The words lit, woke, mm. and shook. And there's yeah, probably I don't so like many. Shook. Yeah, there's so many others that you could probably add on to that list of these kind of millennial phrases, but I just, I can't stand it. It's one thing to be casually replying to like a meme photo with those, but when people use an actual conversation, I'm just yeah. like, it you... makes you seem uneducated to yes. me. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Like you can tell who went to college and who didn't, obviously, using those terms all the time in in everyday conversation. That's concerning. Or just who is so easily swayed by like the social media pages that they're looking at that they start talking. Yeah, they start talking how they're reading things on their phone. Ugh. No. Yeah, I would never say LOL out loud in a conversation. Yeah, I don't think that one's really used, but all of those new age. I've heard people say, oh my gosh, LOL. And I'm like, wait, what? And they're like, LOL. I'm like, you can just laugh instead of actually (laughs) saying that you're laughing out loud. Yeah, I (laughs) I I had to pause for a second. I forgot what LOL stood for. That's how old we are, guys. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I just went through all of mine. Is there any others that you want to add to it from your side of unpopular opinions? And it could be anything. Um, No. Nothing? There's nothing that you do that you think others would be shocked by or... I know it's a tricky I think, think because about. I'm not shocked by it itself that I don't think other people will be shocked if that makes sense. Like, it's just so normal to me. I'm like, oh, this is normal. And if someone's like, oh, my God, you do that? I'd be like, wait, this isn't normal? You don't do yeah. that? Oh, okay. I had to, when I was making my list, I had to say out loud or envision that I was having a conversation with someone. And if I said it out loud, how would they react? Yeah, I don't really have any. Um 
I'm trying to think. Nothing that's non-controversial, I should say, because I do have unpopular opinions, but I'm not going to get controversial on here. (laughs) (laughs) We'll keep it lighthearted. Yes. So next segment is health and fitness for busy women. So we'll share our thoughts on what we think are the best tips for busy women to stay healthy and you know what fitness activities or routines we recommend. Now I'll go first. I think I would recommend number one is Pilates. Literally you can do it anytime and it can take like 10 minutes to do depending on what program you're doing, but there are short workouts that you can do, but still feel a good burn. Mm -hmm. Have it like actually do something for your body in a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. And I think Pilates is just a great workout to really tone the body because I think most women want to tone more than bulk up. So it's a very slimming toning activity to do. And you can always find at least 10 minutes when you're not doing something or you're bored to do it. And then you'll feel so much better about yourself after the fact. Agreed. Yeah, when it comes to overall health, I think that it's very easy for busy women to lose track of time or to not properly take care of themselves. And that could be anything from forgetting to eat meals, forgetting to take mental breaks, to being totally swamped or exhausted from that day and all you want to do is curl up on the couch with a tub of ice cream and watch Love Island. Yeah. Which, that can be fine every now and then, but when it becomes a frequent occurrence, then I feel like you need to step back and reevaluate your day to determine, like, what changes can you make to overall be more healthy? Yeah. So you mentioned the fitness side, so I'll add to the fitness portion as well. I think this could be a wide range of activities or exercises. I used to kind of laugh at the older ladies at my work that would go on these walks right after lunchtime, mainly because I thought it looked silly to be like marching in a pack of ladies in business clothes with sneakers on. But I think that's a great way to get outside, get your blood pumping. You don't have to speed walk or anything unless you wanted to, but I really think by incorporating some sort of midday walk or getting outside, you'll begin to feel more energized than if you would have just stayed inside or sitting down. People don't really think of going for a walk as an exercise because it's not something that gets your heart rate up or really gets you sweating. But I think it's a good way to get your body moving rather than just sitting still all day. Yeah, Um, just moving your body in general. Like if you have time that you're not doing anything or you're bored or you have a break, whatever, just get up and walk somewhere, even if it's, I don't know, to the bathroom or to the snack machine. Just walk somewhere for a little bit and then come back and sit down. Yeah, definitely. And I know that I've frequently mentioned fitness apps and we both have mentioned YouTube as being great resource for quick exercises where they target body regions or fitness levels. By doing quick exercises, like you said, you can bounce between workouts and feel more accomplished without having devoted like a full hour of your day towards an exercise. Yes. And you don't have to worry about making it to a specified class schedule. I mean, not that really many of us are actually going into physical gyms. I know that some of them are opening back up. So people are getting back into physical gyms, but I'm not sure if classes are 
back up and running. But I know it's sometimes challenging to plan out your day to link up with an actual class schedule. So incorporating those brief 10, 15 minute workouts, and you could do multiple of them if you're feeling ambitious that day, or if you just want to do the one and done, then that's fine. Also, you're probably not going to like this, but I'm a huge fan of running. No, hell no. And I really enjoy running as it requires zero equipment. You just get out and go. I know, Diana, you've mentioned in the past that you don't necessarily measure fitness activities success by the amount of sweat you produce or the amount of sweat you generate. Yeah. But me, personally, I actually think that's the main thing that I use to measure my activities success based on my body's reaction. Yeah. It it could just be that I'm a big-time sweater. So if I'm not sweating, then... I'm clearly not getting my heart rate up or getting to that level of exercise. But that's why I think running's a great exercise to incorporate because it could be a brief run or it could be a lengthy run. But it quickly generates that physical reaction of sweating and then you know your body's being worked out and it's being pushed. Yeah, I could probably handle jogging a little bit, but not like a good long distance run. Like I could jog down the street and back. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely one of those things where if you have physical injuries, you're obviously not going to do running. Like that's not a good idea. And running is definitely the type of activity where you have to slowly lead in. Whereas some of those other exercises, you can maybe choose level hard and do a 20 minute exercise. And yeah, it's going to kick your ass during that 20 minutes, but you're going to recover and you'll be fine. Yeah. Running, it may like, debilitate you (laughs) yeah you can get injured easily with running yeah Um, food thing wise um i would say hot lemon water is really good before you do anything 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 like as soon as you get up and take any vitamins or pills or whatever you have to do i would recommend hot lemon water Mm -hmm. and then Like your food will digest better as you eat throughout the day and cleanse your body too. Yeah. That it tastes good to me. And I add sometimes cayenne to it and it makes it like really spicy. And I feel like I'm taking an immunity shot. So I feel like ultra healthy. (laughs) That's true. That's true. So is it that it speeds up your metabolism? Or that it kickstarts it? or I think it kickstarts it. I yeah. want to say it speeds up. We're not doctors, by the way. so No, definitely case, not. In case you guys couldn't tell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it just helps kickstart it. And it really detoxifies your body more than anything from mm-hmm. like last night's food and jumpstarts your digestion as well. Yeah, love that. I know quite a few people in my life and in my work life that have hot water with lemon every morning and they have that probably up to an hour before they have their coffee. Mm -hmm. So, Like you said, almost to act as like this cleansing feature before adding more kind of crap back into your body for that day. Basically. Yes. Uh, So for the health side, I'm a lover of Google calendar and just calendar invites as a whole. Uh, So I often find myself blocking off time slots during the day to mentally take a break and to take a break for lunch. So like I mentioned before, it's very easy to get tied up and miss out on opportunities where you could take mental breaks or to blink and now it's 2.30 p.m. and you've missed your lunch break window. 
Right. More geared towards the lunch break portion itself. You have to actually take a break from the work that you're doing. And that could mean physically leaving wherever you're working at or just shutting off your emails or whatnot, whatever your form of work is, shutting it down completely. And I like to take that time to either eat my lunch while listening to a podcast or listening to a music playlist that I have or watching some super like unintelligent reality show crap where you can basically just have your mind go numb. You don't have to be thinking about anything. You're just enjoying your food and you have some form of entertainment and you don't, you don't have to include entertainment. You can easily just go outside and make it to where it's a complete shut off. But I feel like it gives you time to de-stress and focus on you versus the work or the issues that are happening during the day. And I think that for specifically for lunch, that it's a very important time to try to incorporate fruits and veggies as much as you can. It's super easy to go and grab something that's highly processed and a quick grab and go meal because lunch times aren't unlimited, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so it can take some planning on the front side. Like for example, make sure that you have those items at home if you're still in a work from home mode versus going back into the office. It's just, there's just something about having a fresh, brightly colored salad while tuning out the noise with some headphones or just sitting outside and like listening to nature. I don't know. It sounds so simple, but I feel like it's something that is so easily overlooked. It's like a cascading effect that if you're not taking the breaks during the day, you're not taking the time to actually sit down and have lunch. How do you think you're going to have energy to accomplish fitness or exercise later in the day? It's just, yeah, it's not going to work. Yeah, I agree with more of stepping away from your desk at mm-hmm. different points throughout the day so that you're not just working, working, working the whole day. I feel like that's not as productive as people may think it is. Yeah, I forget the term it is, but you should time yourself like work this amount of time and then take a five minute break. And then each break, you bump up the time of how long the break is. So it's an easy way to have the day go by faster. Yeah, definitely. If you're able to do that. I know there's also one where I think it's called 202020. And it's for every 20 minutes, you're looking at a screen, you need to look away about 20 feet distance from where you're looking and just look at that spot for 20 seconds. Oh, no, it's okay. trying to give your eyes a break from all of the bright lights and just kind of taking a mental break. Yeah. And I think it's called 202020. I think I've okay. heard about that at my work, but I'm not quite sure. Yeah, that sounds interesting. I would definitely incorporate that aside yeah. from wearing blue light glasses. What else? Do you have anything else to add? No. Coolio. So the next segment is Girl to Girl. This is a new segment we incorporated in these episodes and we'll cover topics or discuss challenges that we as women go through and looking to make it an open discussion and share personal thoughts and feelings and this is also where we'll, we can also answer any private questions yeah. our listeners may have and don't want the whole world to know that they're asking this. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So for today's episode, we're trying to cover body image, self-image, and beauty culture because I feel like those three 
really play into each other and they're going to have commonalities across all three of those topics. So you might as well just lump them together. But with some subtopics focusing on media, so like social media, um, nutrition. So we've already kind of touched on nutrition a little bit, but we'll go deeper into and talk about more of our personal side and just any feedback that we want to share, just topics we want to chat about. As Diana mentioned before, we are not doctors, but I think a good subtopic that ties into body image, self-image and beauty culture is eating disorders and cosmetic surgery. So we'll probably talk very high level about those. But yeah, so starting off with media and social media. Um, I think it's important not to compare yourself to another person, especially since you don't know what they're going through. Like, I've heard people say this over and over again, everyone shows their highlights and Mm -hmm. no one shows their downtime or being down in the dumps. They never show that. So it's not always sunshine selfies and cute filters. So I think you should take that into consideration. And also Photoshop is like hella real like everyone's using it yep and like photoshopping the crap out of themselves so don't even take pictures seriously anymore like I wouldn't look at a celebrity and be like oh her body is banging I'm why can't I look like that but then you see like her out on the street and it's completely different (laughs) now her body is probably fine in real life so it's kind of annoying that they feel the need to photoshop yeah so I think it's just disingenuine and just throws people off and like keeps the cycle going of bad body image yeah I would have to agree as much as I love and adore social media it is terribly crippling to those that have low self-esteem or low self-worth I know that it often plays into what pictures I want to share what I want to post on my feed that I will look back at a photo and think, okay, well, but what could I do to make it better? Like if I took it from this angle, if I did this filter, if I did that filter, I don't use any of the Photoshopping stuff because it blatantly looks fake. I'm a big fan of changing the lighting or adding like grain effects and filters and things like that, because I feel like you can achieve what you're looking for in the photo without physically altering what you look like. Yeah, I think we need to normalize more what normal bodies look like and just accept it instead of trying to make the perfect woman. Yeah, I agree. And in no way or shape am I saying that I am down in the dumps on how my body is or wish I could change X, Y, and Z about it. I just know that there's definitely more flattering angles. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to choose ones like those. So it's it's kind of highlighting the the best of the photos, but I don't know. But it's not like you're blatantly <laughs> lying about yeah. what your body looks like. So that's like different than like just pulling one over people who are actually looking at the pictures. Exactly. Our second little subtopic is more related to nutrition. So how nutrition ties in with just your body image and just the beauty culture itself. And I feel like this one, I don't really feel like there's anything that major that we could talk about other than lots of people are posting. They love to have good, healthy foods nowadays. People are now being more conscientious on their nutrition and their overall health. One thing that I don't like is the diets or the fads that come through. 
Yeah, those in celebrity endorsement things that you probably should not buy and they're 100% probably not safe. Well, and even just the apple cider vinegar stuff. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about normal food items that us users or us consumers may have in our household that there's not really that much information or data backing what some of these people are saying they're using it for. And so I just feel like we all need to be more conscientious before diving into a diet or diving into a fad and really do your research because you could be doing internal harm. I feel like when it comes to like self-care and facial skin routines, everyone's pretty on top of their game because they know if they screw up, you're going to have a physical defect right out in front of you. Like everyone's going to see it. But when it comes to nutrition, I feel like people don't really think about what they're putting into their bodies because you don't see it immediately. It's something that will either deteriorate or have harmful effects like later on. So that's my tidbit. Yeah, I agree. I think a lot of times people will see what looks good, but not read the nutrition or Mm -hmm. do their research on that type of product. Like we see those diet teas all the time, the skinny teas. And and I've tried it before. Yeah, I've, I've been guilty of that too. But I mostly take it so it's a way to detox. Like there's one brand, I think it's Teamy. That says this is not a weight loss tea. This is just to detox your body and therefore slim you out, but not technically lose weight. So they some do have a disclaimer. So watch out for those. But don't just take anything that says diet this, diet that, weight loss this, and all that stuff. Really read the nutrition or just consult with your doctor. That's yeah. just it's easy to do that. Yeah, there are so many resources out there um, that can help you with nutrition and and health, not necessarily health challenges, but areas that you're looking to improve or get better at overall. Yeah. So many resources out there. Google has a lot of resources, but you obviously have to check the credibility and make sure that you're not just going to like a sponsored page. I'm definitely guilty of falling into those and then almost kind of beating up myself a little bit for being a dumb enough to fall for something like that and be frustrated and that it wasn't successful. Yeah. So you guys aren't alone. If you've gone through the different fads or whatnot, you're not alone. We've done some of them. We're learning from them that we just need to do some more research and just be more conscientious. Definitely. So kind of playing off nutrition, we don't have to go too deep into it, but eating disorders. So Diana and I both came from the gymnastics background and we'd either both personally have gone through it or have experienced others around us that have gone through or had challenges or battles when it comes to eating disorders. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it almost plays off the number one social media and the number two nutrition and those fads and stuff coming out, just constantly comparing yourselves to others and wanting to do these crazy not eating food for a week. Like I've heard of not ingesting food, only having like a juice or something like that for the duration of a full seven days. And that can be so harmful. I think we're just so easily swayed by things that we may come across on social media. And we want to achieve that body type or that body style. And we, we may go towards like maybe drastic measures to try to achieve that. 
And like I said, we're not doctors, so that's just that's just my thought. Yeah, I concur with what you said. I think a lot of times coaches influence our decisions as well or whether or not we'll do something crazy with our eating. Mm-hmm. And I think people need to watch out what they say to a person and how they say it. And that can really contribute to eating disorders, like saying someone needs to lose weight. Like, yeah, you can say that, but really take the time to sit down and tell them what not to do and how to do it safely. Just yes. tell someone you need to lose weight. It's just saying lose weight at all costs, like basically. Yes. So I think we need to talk about it more that way. More people have awareness and um, don't feel like they're alone or think that what they're doing is right. So they know yep. that, oh, this is actually harming my body more than helping it. Very true. Yeah. I I personally have experienced that where I've had an elder or a superior or a coach, I'm not going to name which one, but had them tell me that I need to lose weight and that I'm looking fat. And they said those words verbatim, but they didn't know the backstory of it and that I had gotten on to birth control. And as we know, birth control fluctuates your hormones right. and with that, it can fluctuate your weight. So my weight completely fluctuated because of the birth control, but they didn't take the time to ask me. I don't know. I don't know what the best way would have been, but not just telling me you need to lose weight, you look fat. Like having an actual discussion and understanding what could have possibly led to that body change. Maybe right. maybe you're not looking as healthy as I thought you looked before. I don't know. I don't know what the best phrasing would have, would be or would have been, but it like you said, almost taking a step back and thinking what other factors could be playing into it, not yes. just you look like this, go and do this. Right. And then the very last subtopic, cosmetic surgery. So lots of people now are having access to cosmetic surgery or touch-up. So Botox, filler, you name it. And I feel like cosmetic surgery has skyrocketed because everyone wants to look like this person and they hold up a picture of the person on their phone, the Instagram influencer who has the juicy lips and the no wrinkles on the forehead. Now, if you want to go and do that, that's fine, but got to make sure you have good intentions and you're not just trying to become someone else right? or that you're not changing yourself for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm all good and well with cosmetic surgery, like do whatever you think will make you feel better. But to a certain point, there's probably a deeper issue that you should probably handle first before just jumping right into it. And also, it's okay if you want to do it too. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't need to like hide it or lie about it. Like cosmetic surgery is there for a reason. And if you want a touch up or do a nip and tuck there, that's perfectly fine. But to say you did it naturally or didn't do anything is ridiculous. Just don't blatantly lie. Like that's worse than actually doing what you're already doing, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's almost like they have this sense of guilt or shame and not wanting right. to admit that, oh, I was born with these boobs or this nice luscious booty. Like, it's okay to say, I wanted to have a more curvaceous figure and I knew that I'm not going to be able to achieve that with eating clean and working out to the level that I want it to be. That's right. fine. Hey, to yeah, each that- his own, go and do that. 
That's perfectly fine. But if you feel like you're feel bad about it, then you probably shouldn't have done it in the first place. Yeah. Our next segment is listener Q&A. We pulled through three questions that we're going to touch on. And the first one being, what are some makeup mistakes that you guys have made that us listeners should avoid or just makeup mistakes in general we should avoid? I think one thing I've avoided or had the mistake of was not bringing my own shade at like a photo shoot I did. Mm. So I feel like you should always bring your own makeup regardless, just because you know what looks best on you. You have more confidence when you have what you're used to wearing, I feel like. And just taking someone else's word for it is not always the best thing to go with. And you want your pictures or whatever you want to turn out great. So I would recommend bringing your own makeup. That way they know what type of skin tone to use with their stuff instead of just being like, oh, this looks like it might fit. Let's just try it. And then I'm like 10 shades lighter than my (laughs) actual body. That's very true. That's a really good tip. Mine's kind of similar in that it comes to shades of foundation and shades of like your base color makeup. So one makeup mistake that I see people making, including myself, is using foundation that doesn't truly match your skin tone. Yeah. And I think this primarily happens because our skin tones change and their level of, yeah, based on the various seasons. I don't know about you all listening, but I looked through my makeup drawer and I have one shade of foundation. And I've always had one shade of foundation. But thinking back on it, I know that my skin is lighter during the colder winter months. Right. And then it becomes a little bit of a darker or tanner shade. Nothing crazy, but a significant difference between the wintertime. Yet I only have one foundation. So I'm calling myself out on that right now because that's a makeup mistake that I'm making It's not necessarily an issue right now because the shade that I have matches with my current skin tone, but I know that it's going to be way too dark in a couple of months. So why am I not preparing for that? And now I'm thinking back on all the various occasions, photos, and events that I've been to with that one color foundation, and I'm wondering like what my neck looked like. (laughs) like what the difference between my face and neck like I blend it fairly well into the jawline and the neck but yeah like I'm second guessing and like rethinking everything I've done done in my life (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely pay attention to the makeup you have and make sure it complements your skin tone and not just buying it because so and so has it because everything looks different on different skin tones So pay attention to that. And also realize that your skin changes. So you might want to get multiples of your favorite foundation. Like when it's winter time, go back to the store and find a different shade and the same foundation that you already have. It Mm -hmm. most likely will match you better than the one you currently have. Well said. So next question, what would be your idea of the perfect day? I have mine written out. You want to hear it? Yeah, you go first. It's probably like way too much detail, but you know, I wrote it, so I'm just going to say it. Okay, so my idea of a perfect day, sleep in a little, I'm talking like 9 a.m., wake up, get a sweet cream cold brew from Starbucks, because that stuff is the shiz. 
whip up a yummy breakfast while watching some reality TV show that I have saved on the DVR. Enjoy the breakfast along with the coffee outside in the crisp air. So yes, my perfect day would be during fall. Then we would pack up a small bag, take our dog with us, and go to the mountains for a hike. And not too challenging of a hike, but one where there's nice, pretty scenery along the way, and then like a killer view at the top. And at the top, we'll enjoy a nice lunch that we packed in our, our small bags that we brought. And when we're finished eating, we'll head back down the mountain to the car. And then since we've successfully completed a hike, um, it would then be time to get a little treat and reward. So I'm thinking maybe a crisp like cider or maybe like a craft beer or something, depending upon where we're at, and some salty snacks to kind of cure that uh, sweat that worked up. And then the rest of the afternoon, I would enjoy like the outdoors, walking around, like whatever the mountain town that I'm visiting before calling it a day. And heading back home where I decompress in a hot bath, unbothered from any pet, any human, no phone notifications, then order dinner in, watch a movie where I inevitably fall asleep on the couch. Wow. (laughs) So overall, my day would consist of disconnecting from my phone in the internet world, escaping to nature, and really spending time connecting with those that are around me okay that's my perfect day that's very detailed (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh this is good oh she's still going (laughs) yeah sorry about that when i saw the question i was like oh i know exactly what this would be (laughs) um i feel like my perfect day i don't know i feel like currently i think it would be like getting engaged or Mm -hmm. like childbirth would be the greatest day of your life so I'm thinking those two yeah oh and getting married too (laughs) yeah no I would definitely say those for like greatest moments but I was that would be a perfect day though because those usually only last a day the perfect day would my number one would be in order would be getting engaged and then getting married and then having a kid that's the traditional route. Yeah, if you don't it have didn't to go happen back. in that order, that's yeah. fine. But in these three, it would be my top picks for the perfect day. I would have to agree, but a lot of those days are out of your control. And I like control. So <laughs> I did not note those down. I think those would be amazing days. And I'll say it's like the perfect day after the fact, but I'm too worried about the chaos that could possibly happen on those days. (laughs) Okay. And then last question, this one actually came from my sister. I'm not going to say which one because the question it'll just, it'll out her. Um, (laughs) She said, I'm a terrible cook. Are there any recipes that you recommend? And to Mm. that, I say Pinterest is your BFF. Yeah, Pinterest is a good place to go. But I also like HelloFresh, not sponsored, unfortunately. But HelloFresh, they pre-portion it for you. So you don't have to go to the store and get like a whole chicken when you just need like little chopped up pieces for two people. So I like that a lot about HelloFresh. They just pre-portion it for you. They have all the ingredients there. And they have really good recipes as well. Another place is the Betty Crocker cookbook. That is a great classic. Yes. I got that before I went to school. 
And I used it a couple times and I really wished I used it more because they had a lot of good, easy recipes. Definitely. I have used the pre-portioned out food service providers. They are great in that you do get the recipes. They're not necessarily the best bang for your buck in that you'll eat that meal immediately and you'll have no leftovers. Unless you're intentionally buying a four-person serving or whatever to where you're going to have leftovers, it's still going to be a good bit pricier than if you buy the items at the store. So that's just a watch out. But if you're you're more conscientious on, I have very limited amount of time, I'm not going to be running to the store, then that's an absolutely great option to use. And there's so many of them out there. And like Diana said, they do send you uh, recipe sheets and you can save those and make them without their products if you wanted to. Yeah. Which I've done that and I've saved some of the recipe sheets and I've made some of them afterwards. They didn't come out as good as when they sent them to me pre-portioned <laughs> out, which I don't know why I followed. Okay, so this I, this actually leads into what I was going to say is that I'm very much like a rule follower. And so when it comes to making food, I have to follow the recipe. Like there is no wiggle room. I have to follow. And that aggravates my fiance to like a T because he knows he could probably get something done quicker than <laughs> I could. But because I'm following it, it's kind of kind of a... A tricky, painful process. Um, So yeah, that's just like a watch out. But one tip that I have for, it's not necessarily like a recipe because you could look up multiple recipes in this, but making one sheet meals. So that's one sheet pan that goes into the oven. Yeah. And I would suggest making meals like that. So you incorporate some sort of protein and then minimum of like two veggies. And so you've got them all chopped up, cut to sizes that you want to. You get them all seasoned up with your oil and your different spices or whatever you're wanting in there and then put it into the oven. So everything's baking at once. You're not having to worry and fiddle around with the three different pans of items that are cooking and trying to make sure that they all get done at the same time. And they're all because you want them to all be warm and you don't want one thing sitting out and getting messed up. And while you're not looking, you're your chicken's catching on fire in the background. I don't know. That hasn't happened to me, but I'm, I'm just saying. But the one cheap meal, I feel like that's just so easy and mindless. You just you just have to think of what ingredients you want to have in there and then just make sure you're putting it at a appropriate temperature and you just check on it every now and then to make sure you're not scorching or undercooking anything. And yeah, so it's kind of similar to like the crock pot concept and that yeah. you're putting stuff in and you're kind of letting it be and you pull it out and you're like, huh, full meal. Yeah, that's a good idea. Definitely easier than just having several different pots on the stove and something in the oven. So that's a good tip. Yeah. Okay, so we need to recap on our seven days of new challenge. Um, I actually forget. I probably didn't even do seven things. But one of the things I did was try new Pilates workout. Mm-hmm. I- yep. Um, just started Melissa Wood Health's workouts and those are pretty good. And then I tried a new coffee. I started a new book. Oh, I watched a new movie that I would have never thought I would have watched, but I watched it. And Did you like it? Did you enjoy it? No, it was <laughs> not as good as I thought it was going to be. I was like, this is the perfect description. It was supposed to be like this guy comes and tries to get this woman who's already married and they plan to murder the husband, but the plan goes awry mm-hmm. and just like 
they get caught with the cops and like all this stuff. But it wasn't that good. That was like, <sighs> what? what a letdown. It sounds like a classic Lifetime movie. I know. I was like waiting for something good. And then as I was watching it, I was like, well, this is not what I thought it was going to be. <sighs> well, that stinks. What else did I do? I think that's it. Yeah. That's pretty good. Nothing eventful, but yeah, you know. Yeah, none of mine are really that groundbreaking. So on one of the days, I only drank water that day. Oh, cool. So didn't have coffee, didn't have juice, didn't have tea, didn't have anything like that, only water. It was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I love water, but not that much. Yeah. Um, One day, I didn't look at my personal phone until after 9 a.m., Wow. Uh, now I still have like my work cell phone, so I have to look at that, but I didn't have yeah. a personal one. Another day, I read a book before bed versus watching TV. Mm-hmm. Um, another day, I did – it was called the 100 Squat Challenge. Okay. I Mad Fit on YouTube, and it surprisingly kicked my ass. <laughs> so just be careful if you think that's going to be a nice and easy challenge. It's not. Um, another day, it kind of plays off the whole, like not looking at your phone, but I waited until the afternoon time or after lunch to reply to work emails. Oh, okay. It just allowed me to get more stuff done in the morning. So I'm one where I don't like having notifications showing. So I like to read emails and respond to them Mm -hmm. as soon as I can just to get them off of my radar. Yeah. So I had to set it as do not disturb and it was tricky not to look at my emails, but successful. Um, another one, again, not really that groundbreaking, but I added a serum into my morning skincare routine. Ooh. So I know that in a previous episode, you mentioned that you use serums in both in the morning and the evening, and yeah. I only use them in the evening time. So mm-hmm. I've started implementing one in the morning. So we'll see what it does. And then lastly, I think I messaged you about this, but I took one of those Enneagram tests. Oh, yeah. It was just more so out of curiosity just to see, like, what type you'd come out as. And I've seen it all over social media. And so I figured, what the hell? Why not? And just out of curiosity to anyone, I tested as a type 1 or a type 1 with a wing 2. So if any of you are like there, shout out. I think I took one before but forgot my results. So I probably have to take it again. But I'm pretty sure I was type 5 maybe. Who knows? There's so there's I don't so know. many of them, so many different versions of the test too. I'm curious if they will be the same across the board. Yeah, probably not. But yeah. yeah. But that was the seven days of new. So it sounds like we successfully got through seven or very close to seven, which it it is tricky to try to come up with seven new things when you're stuck at home. Stuck at home, yeah. There's only so much you can do. It's not like you can try a new restaurant or go rock climbing or try some different activity, but you're stuck at home. At least I am because I ain't getting corona. (laughs) So the new challenge for this next week is called the Names Workout Challenge. And this was one that I had just come across on the Pop Sugar website. And so it's just a template with exercises that are tied to each letter of the alphabet. Yes. And the exercises, they cover like a full body workout and it ranges from like burpees to crunches to push ups to 
dips, you name it. It'll work out different parts of the body. So since it's going to be another week-long challenge, I figured we could play off of some of the words or phrases that are common with this podcast. So the seven names or phrases that we'll use as workouts will be my name, so Naomi. Your name, Diana. Oh, God. Thrive. Podcast. Challenge. Women. And lifestyle. I figured those would cover a good bit of the alphabet so that way we're not getting stuck doing the same exercises because of the alphabet. And they kind of vary in length, so it may give us some different levels of intensity. I saw the workout from my name and I was like, oh my gosh, why so many burpees? It's so shit ton of burpees. I'm like, ah! Wait, so which letter is the burpees? Is it A? There's A and N, I believe. And my name has two A's and (laughs) No, your name has 97 A's and N's. Like, great. (laughs) (laughs) We'll die day two. Great. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so if you guys want to participate in that too, we can include the link to the Pop Sugar article, I guess, where you can find that template and we can write down the different words that we're doing just... In case you guys are interested, if not, we'll just do it alone crying in our own rooms. Yeah, we'll just die by ourselves. It's okay. (laughs) Anyways, the last thing is the quote of the day. What's the quote? Yeah, so the Pinterest quote of the day is, don't be afraid. Be focused. Be determined. Be hopeful. Be empowered. By the lovely Michelle Obama. Amen. Mm. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to follow, subscribe, and share our podcast. Everything will be linked in the show notes below. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Peace.